Welcome to Archery Talk 101 podcast, your guide to better archery skills. We'll bring you the latest tips, tricks, and expert advice, but that's not all. We'll also have interviews with top archers and industry professionals and reviews of the latest gear and equipment and much more. Doing this. Hi, my name we're is Roy recording Canterbury. In progress. Yeah, we, we're recording. My name is Roy Canterbury, and I'm going to be hosted on Arch Talk 101. And we have Katrina on the line. Uh, I'm going to let her introduce herself and tell the audience a little something about her. Uh, welcome to the show. <laughs> Hello, Roy. Thanks for inviting me. So I'm Katarina. I'm longbow archer from Czech Republic, living already in Austria because Austria is the biggest country for 3D archery, I think. We've got about 300 courses already here. I'm working in archery and I'm shooting tournaments as well. So it's almost all my life, as you can see. <laughs> in, <laughs> Lots of bones behind, behind you there. Of me. Yes, my babies. <laughs> so I moved we'll to you... Austria five years ago, so and I'm working actually five years. That's good. What, what got you started in archery? I started, it was like on the camp under, under the mountains in Germany on a trip. And we was choosing between golf and archery. And we went for archery <laughs> because I was working in golf uh, company before. And I wanted to show it to my friend and he wanted to show me archery. And it was interesting for me because the first shoot it kind of quiet to me, you know, like you should. And in the moment, like you should, you should, you should with a gun. And it was the same. And I was totally surprised, like, whoa, <laughs> this is quiet. But in my head, it's quiet as well. And that was, it was, it makes me interesting. Like it, it was interesting. I want to try again, again, again. And I fell in love after about two years. It was slowly, slowly walk to this love. <laughs> yeah, it's it, I, I've seen people when they, you know, we take some of the new people because I owned the shop for a while and, and they'd come in with somebody and, and I'd say, hey, you want to shoot? And they'd say, nah. And I said, well, I'll just try one. And then the, the first shot goes off and it's like, whoa, this is fun. Can I do it again? Well, of course you can <laughs> do it again. <laughs> yes, it's the same story. Because I was shooting with customers before in Czech Republic with guns, like just for fun. And what I can remember, what was the quiet in my head. And it was the same feeling, same moment, same stuff. And something very important, what we need for our lives, I think. This is, this, uh, this, yeah, this big quiet. What's coming if you are, if you are concentrated. This is what I like. Yeah, that's one thing about archery is, is you have to concentrate on what you're doing. It's just not something that you can just just do and then uh, all of a sudden uh, be shooting good if you're not really you know, thinking about what you're doing. You know, if you're, you're not concentrating uh, and thinking about what you're doing, it, it doesn't seem to work very well. Yeah, but I'm thinking my biggest plus is I'm not thinking. 
I was all my life, I was good in do nothing and thinking about nothing. And first in archery, it's, I know it's good for something. It's really good. <laughs> you can do this. So I was a problem child because I was thinking about nothing. I was always watching in nothing and I didn't know what for what it is good. But now I know it's good for to be a good archer, like to to have your head or your mind. There is nothing in only the moment, only this one point. And this is what what making me exciting. Yeah. That, that's kind of the the challenge is is getting out there and and all of a sudden you're shooting at a tournament or whatever and and you got all this noise behind you and and, and you're hearing people talk and and then while you're doing all that you're not concentrated you're not thinking about what you're doing and um that's what's nice about this is you know you can go through and and just think about what the moment you know that that's mm -hmm. the fun part is you're just yeah. in the moment you know, What's in the past is past, and, and the future hasn't come yet. It's like it's now, and it's now, just yes. think about now. Is, yeah, it, it, it's it's the, the now. Point. It's you have to be now, and it's learning all the people I'm meeting every day. It's so beautiful to watch it because coming people from the city, we are about fifteen minutes from the city on the hill, almost thousand meter, uh, thousand meters, and <laughs> this is so beautiful because people coming stressed, like not not by themselves and after a while they are here they are here and they are present and they can do nice things for themselves and go out shoot and this is really beautiful to do this for them just show them the other something new for them i'm teaching every day a lot of people like groups and it's for me it's really exciting every group i can uh, explain uh, i can introduce archery and uh you know in the eyes like wow i can do this oh yeah. i hit i hit i hit and it's my everyday everyday work so it's really nice it's very beautiful and i'm really great <laughs> i'm really happy that i can do that yeah it, it's it's really nice when when you have somebody that's shooting that doesn't really know what they're doing and all of a sudden they start hitting stuff and it's that that's the cool part of, of teaching uh, new archers and um I, I like teaching the new archers just because they just you know, a lot of them are, have so many struggles you can get over some of those struggles and i know here last weekend uh here in nebraska here in the united states we have uh they call the women in the outdoors and a friend of mm -hmm. mine actually runs it for the uh, nebraska game of arts and uh they have all kinds of events for for ladies in the outdoors they have the archery of course i go help help them with that they have they shoot um rifles the 22s they shoot shotguns they go kayaking uh there's a whole bunch of things that they do just just to get the ladies in the outdoor and it's just ladies in the event and uh this year we had you know four or five in a group and we had like three groups come through and you know some are archers that have been doing it for a little while uh that that are rusty and we help them and others this is their first time picking up a bow and and mm -hmm. it's just it, it, like you just said it's it's so so exciting when when somebody finally gets it and and start hitting you know don't have to be a long ways away you know they could be you know 10 15 feet away but they're hitting and, and that yeah. that is that is so much fun when you 
you can help somebody out doing that. It. Yes, but for me, it's now I have to choose between this good feelings and and tournament feelings because that that was the biggest biggest feelings in my life. Like in the if the big quiet coming, if you are in your own bubble and in the flow, and I have to choose between these two uh, stuff because if if I'm working, I cannot shoot tournaments. <laughs> so <laughs> I I. I, I love it, but I miss a little bit to shoot these tournaments. It's it's very 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 nice and interesting also to be to be all day concentrate and going with the good archers and shoot this this day. So I can say my problem is, is go to tournament or teach people. I got a really nice problem. And always good people. Yeah, it's, it's really beautiful. Actually, changed my life, and I'm thankful that I met this. That I choose to go to actually and not golf again. <laughs> so, what what tournaments have you uh, been in? Yeah, I'm in break this year because of some uh, some health stuff. But that was for a little tournament here in Austria the last in winter. It was in the hall, like target shooting by Abbott, actually. I think, I hope, <laughs> I think. And that was the last one. And before it was about, I don't know if you know it, but actually and EFR, this uh, different distance. One is shooting till 30 meters and the other one till 54. If you're going 3D and I'm, sh I'm shooting it almost, Mostly the uh, EFR, so I was on par, or some tournaments of this, like nation, also Austrian champ championship, Czech championship, some European. One I was uh, in America, and I won the world man world championship in America in USA. <laughs> oh, that was cool. What year was that? This this last year. Or? No, last year, no, because I was working, like I told you, that was 2019. Last year it was in, already next one, next one was uh, last month in Finland. And last year we have, uh, we had a champion, uh, Euro European championship in, it was Frank, French, French, Frank, Frank, <laughs> yes. But I'm going next year again. So I, I made a break because of the work, but I'm training for the next year. I can't wait to go again. <laughs> well, it's nice to be able to go, go back and do it again. And and you've been out of it a little bit and, and go back with the you know, rejuvenated uh, uh, enthusiasm for it and you'll do good. And meet the people, you know, there are a lot of interesting people I met and they are always in my memories and I miss them. I want to meet them again. Because, for example, if I went for the uh, for the operation, I was thinking about these days with these girls with the big, big archers. And it was super to me to stay strong uh, for, for the operation. So it's really nice. And I'm missing the people. <laughs> Yeah, that's kind of the common theme I'm I'm hearing from all archers from all over the world. That it, it's just a big, 
big group of friends that are getting together. You know, it might be mm -hmm. from different countries and, uh, you know, may have a little bit of a language barrier, but, you know, there's ways to work around it. And, yeah. you know, there's there's way for us archers to communicate one way or another. And, you know, the people, people going there in Yuma, they are always doing something in the free time. Like they, they, it's amazing how they, how they manage to shoot and the technique and how strong uh, can they stay concentrated. And this is amazing for me just to watch it and be part of this. I miss it really a lot. So what's been your most memorable uh, um, event you've been at? Most what? I didn't understand. Memorable? One you remember the most? That was the, yeah, the first European championship. Like, first was uh, one tournament in Germany. Uh, it was triathlon. That was my big, first biggest, biggest, it was fun, fun tournament. But every day at a bow and I didn't know how, but I was every evening, you know, you, you met people, they are in the camp and always to, together, five days together, lot of friends. And I was new, I was new, like shooting about some, some days or weeks, maybe. I just stand me on the practice range in the evening before the last day of the tournament. I was the only one woman there because women say it's too difficult to shoot three different balls. So I didn't know what to do. They only, only, only given me these balls. <laughs> I didn't know. And it was so amazing. Because I was, I give me, uh, I challenged myself, like you have to hit this point and you don't gonna uh, go home in the evening till you don't hit it. Hit it. So I was training lot, 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 lot. It was, I didn't know it's training, <laughs> but I was shooting on the practice range lo long time till it was dark. But next day after so much training on the target, I went to the bubble and uh, on the tournament. And that was the first time I, I met this, I met this thing, this big, uh, it was so great for me. I didn't hurt nothing. I was like just me in the moment and the shoots and the hits and the targets and the bow. And I don't know what happened this day. It was amazing. It was long, long, all from the first shoot to the last one. I was in the bubble and this is what I want to have and have again, again, again. And after this experience, I choose for myself to try uh, European championship or something more. So I went for qualification to my home country to, to Czech Republic. And after it, I started on European championships. Like I'm going with how the shoes, you know, <laughs> I'm going to celebrate the day. I want to be in the contact with the nature. And so I went one, first day I was, I didn't know there was 70 others women with long bow. And after the first day, I went home in the car to the hotel and I watching, I was thinking about, I can be like 35 or 40. And I was on the first place. <laughs> it was, what? 
I, I just was feeling before I have to do that. And in the moment I was first and it was great. That was the biggest, biggest what I, biggest feeling I had. So, because I was feeling I have to do that. And after I, I see, yes, that was right. <laughs> yeah, that, that sounds like something you, you won't soon forget. Yeah, it's after that, it come to world championships, but this was the biggest moment, I think. Yeah, but the big, big moments coming in the training also. So this feeling, this flow, good shoot, you know, it's, it's on the tournament, it's, uh, it's only longer, this feeling. In the training, I can have this uh, flow or this quiet in my head. It's beautiful, but it's always only moment. In tournament, it's coming for many hours, so I just enjoy it. <laughs> so, what what's kind of your uh, when you get ready to go to one of these events? What's your training regiment like? What's my training? Uh, yeah, yeah. I try just because on the tournament, I'm really a lot of nervous. I have to go puke and everything. I'm stressed. So I just try that something stay in my body, like uh, the routine. So I make all steps of the shoot, like 10 seconds on the practice range. I, I've tried to find my rhythm. So I, I'm counting in my head just to go to the, to the balance and to the nice rhythms for me, what's, what's making me feeling good and nice. And in this rhythmus and I'm counting and I do longer as I need it because I said to my people what I'm training uh, train that not only just new people I'm training with other archers as well and this always many times they choose four seconds by I'm making like 10 seconds because I know I'm a little stressed and I <laughs> so I need to be sure it stay it stay in myself and I can go back to, to this what I need. So every step of the shoot, I, I, I'm holding 10 seconds. And the next point of the training is I'm doing harder to me, you know, more harder than it has to be. <laughs> so days, days uh, if I, if I shooting, uh, shooting longer distances, I'm shooting from one leg or I'm sitting on the shoot, so it has to be fun. It, it has to be hard work because the way to this is it making me. I need to have fun and I need to feel I I work. And the next step is I writing what I do in the training. So I'm writing uh, my training books, training books, and every day I or I try every day, but mostly is it twice a week. I write. I wrote. I'm writing what I did for mine for the competition sounds and shooting like a, a lot. Quite a yeah, sounds like quite a routine uh, that you go through, mm -hmm. and and the 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 key is to do the same thing every time, right? Yes, like to stay if you and after it you you and we shooting with close eyes on the target that you see your mistake, you know. You can see it from you can see you can see the movie after in the second if you make mistake if you if you didn't hit so I see the mistake and there is a lot of training a lot of hours for shooting 
I was thinking it's about nothing because I was training, training, training. And after this uh, moment, this year when I cannot train over about half years, half year I didn't shoot. I see so first how much I was training for this, how that I'm good. So I was thinking it's normal, but it's not normal. <laughs> now I'm starting to tra train again, like last month, and I'm really tired. <laughs> so today, after I'm after day off, after break, but I'm really tired. This is a lot of training and discipline and <laughs> lot of hours. Yeah, it, when you're getting ready for an event, that sure takes uh, a lot of extra time, extra practice, and and it's that can be fun. You know, those those that like the tournament scene can really um, can see see how their the training is evolving. And you mentioned shooting with your eyes closed, and I've used that several times. You know, in, in Helping or people. from the ball, or shooting from the ball, you know, on your yeah. knees. <laughs> it's fun. It has to be fun. So I always trying to make a game like, like I'm now. I started to train, so I close the warm water in my apartment in my flat. <laughs> I thought I go into the gym, you know, to take a hot shower. <laughs> so it's always <laughs> like game for me. I just only try to have fun in everything I do. So it's I have to, I have I have fun always. <laughs> Yeah, but I'm gotta, hard to my, but I'm hard to myself. <laughs> yeah, you you, you got to have fun, and and that's what's the some of the targets they have out. Um, when I had my store, they got uh, tic tac toe targets that you can play yeah, games the, with. Uh, they have they do uh, darts yeah. and stuff like dart boards on paper, and uh, they have decks of cards on them, uh, all kinds of stuff, and yeah, you know it's it's nice you know like playing the tic-tac-toe you got your five arrows and, and if you want a spot you got get closer to the center which means you know if you don't then you just wasted your one shot and you know th those are fun and i know the one range we went to once in a while they'd take a a, a vacuum that had a port exhaust port on the top and put a ping pong ball on it and of course that don't <laughs> help for your your technique either but this ball is moving up and down and, and you're trying to to get it timed where you can shoot it and hit that the ball and you know that's because it, it does not a consistent up and down it just kind of moves up and down at a random uh a random time and you know th those were kind of fun to shoot at yeah this is uh, on the start here after i was alone because i didn't know anybody here only two people <laughs> And now after these five years, we got good group of friends and this is a lot of fun if we met us for training and it doesn't matter if it's in gym or if it's in the archery club or clubs what we're visiting, it's really nice. And this is the important point of the training, this fun on these games. This I see on with the, with the customers in the company where I'm working, like if I show them a game for Wow, wow, this is really, really important point of the training that uh, it's game and it's fun. And tic-tac-toe, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or that, yeah. yes. This is really good. We like it. Yeah, that's, it, you get those games out and those, those are a lot of fun to do. And uh, I know when you, when you go with a, you know, a small group, uh, you know, you and another friend that go out all the time and, you know, the game isn't who can get first in the tournament. The game is 
who can beat the other one, especially if you're both fairly evenly matched. You know, one week you get it, the next week he gets it. You know, the other person gets it, and 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 that's kind of the fun where you're just going out there having fun. You you know, you, you don't care about getting a trophy or not, and you just go have fun and take your kids out and have fun with them. And oh yes, this is true, and it's a it's really beautiful country, Austria, for for leaf archery because. There are so many clubs, clubs, uh, and so many people that are living for this. And I, I was moving many times <laughs> till I found my point here. It's normal if you start in new country, but uh, through through this on my way, I I met a lot of clubs, and there are so many people. They are so they are so working with the children, and this is. This is so nice. If people from other countries writing me and asking me, because I'm working with a bowmaker as well, he's from Czech Republic, so uh, I'm uh, I'm talking with a lot of people, also from America, but from a lot of countries, and they're asking how it is working here. And this community, what I what I found here in Austria, is really very beautiful, and it's like. Well, it's really like a new family for me. Actually, yeah, that's that, that's always fun. Is you know we're we're willing to help each other out and 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 just just improve the sport. You know the sport's been around for uh, I think it's sixty four thousand years. They, they found evidence of archery back that long ago, and it's still going strong. And you know we like to keep it going. <laughs> Yeah, in my company, we we going shooting, and with my colleagues or colleagues who doesn't uh, don't work any, anymore in the company, but I like it really, really, very lot. It's nice. So, what's been your most challenging, uh, what, whether it be an event or group, or um, what's the most challenging uh, thing you've had in archery? Well, What's your me, biggest struggles? Was, for me, it was, it's every tournament, every day, I think. it's <laughs> I'm like <laughs> blonde blonde woman. I was alone in this country, only to move to this country because of actually, you know, that was my challenge. Like now I'm living my dream and I have fun, but just just to stay uh, stay on the way, like that was my challenge. So that was... A strong start in the country with any friends and that was my challenge and after I was only I was so focused on, <laughs> on this actually and the one helped me to the other so thanks this I I get I get the new life in in this but that was my challenge just to do with this feeling in my head in my head just stay on the way this is this was my challenge from for me it's really strange every tournament because i'm <laughs> i'm really nervous <laughs> so i have some rituals that i have to go through <laughs> some of them i cannot say 
<laughs> and for example, in America, I was one day, I was so, I was, it's not about day. The, the challenge was after I, I knew, I knew I was, I won the world championship. I, I had to miss this was challenge also. <laughs> just, just to stay with, with the moment and just learn from this moment, you know, because, because, yeah, it's four years ago, so I have to go back in my memories. Maybe the biggest challenge was after this coming back to stay, stay, stay good and stay up for the last champ, uh, champions or for the last tournaments of this set for from this year. Just, just because in the moment you are world champion, in, <laughs> in <laughs> change a little bit. People always talking to you, oh, you know, it's like you have to. And this to, to, to in myself, just to quit from this, you have to, to I wanna <laughs> again. That was, that was the challenge. That was big challenge, I think. Because this, uh, in, this in your head, you have to run because you are a champion. <laughs> this was maybe a little bit strange. But yeah, I, good, I can see how that would be uh, a challenge, winning worlds and then you coming back and now then expect you to do it again. And that would put a little extra uh, stress on you, wouldn't it? Yes, the stress that I meant to myself. Uh, yes, expecting for, my, for myself. Because a lot of people talking from this moment to you like, you for it's so easy for you, but it's always the same. It's not so easy. You have to always stay focused and everything. But it was the game in myself, and I love to game. <laughs> so <laughs> I I I did know I will I will I will do it. I will do it, and I stay in love. I stay in love. It actually and for me it's every shoot, every shoot. If it's good shoot, I don't know. It's like that's why I'm going. I'm not going. It's always the other point of actually just to be outside and have a nice day and be a good person on this day to yourself and to the other is it's the point of what makes me happy. This is yeah. this day. Yeah, that, that is always a, a good part of archery is, you know, when it's outdoors and you can be outside when it's a nice day and and that that's always nice to be outside and enjoy it and being with friends and shooting your bow and it's just so much fun doing that isn't it mm -hmm, yes I'm, I'm going back in my memories just about hard days on tournaments like for example in the day like i moved from germany to austria <laughs> i was so tired and it was one tournament so i went to them and i i was so tired from this moving <laughs> They have to take me like this and help me to go because I was so tired, <laughs> so tired. And in the in the break between this uh, this uh, round and the final, I was slept on the on the in the grass, you know, in the garden. <laughs> <laughs> that was crazy. For example, that was my challenge: just stay on, yeah. And I was working always in two jobs or something like this that I can go to this environment or. To this other, so I was always really tired. 
So that was my challenge. It was a lot of, uh, on the, I know that we was like, I was training till my bow is falling down. So, so absolutely finito. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but it was, it's, I don't know, it's fun. It's a lot, a lot of, it's good game, I think. I li like the game, I like to play, and it's a good game. It's make fun. So how did you do in that tournament where, where you just moved and and you're taking naps between uh, times to shoot? And how'd you do in that tournament? Yeah, I, I won. You won. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It's helping because it's. I think it was a good. Uh, like I, I learned a lot of because I was so tired always from working. Because after it, I made a school for mental training, and I saw a lot of stuff. What I'm doing, it's it's uh, it's uh, actually the it's actually mental training. So if I'm going sleep between uh, between these shoots. Uh, or shoot shooting uh, and finals. This is method how to stay focused on yourself or, or by yourself. Or this. or if I want, I fell down. Like it was a stone day, so I fell down. And this is points what I'm using in the mental training for the arches. You know, this is what's uh, helping you your body. And I don't know how, you, how is it English, but. There are a lot of points what we learn in the school what are important, and I learned it in the life. And in the school after I just saw, oh, this is using with this name, people using that many, many years. So it was for me interesting. It was really learning by doing. And it showed me that I can be, I can be, I can go back to the flow. I can be con concentrated think this like I was always tired I need to to take care to stay, <laughs> stay. yeah so I learned a lot of a uh, lot of from the life and after in the school I just saw oh this is this and this is this and it was really interesting for, interesting for me yes now I try just uh, found the right words but it's you know it's German language English, you can forget, forget it, <laughs> but I just try to find these words in German and give it to the other people because me it helped me a lot. So, and they they got I got many many techniques how you can get it, but I just didn't know I do that before the school. It's really inter it's just interesting. Oh. I, I I hit the wrong button here. I hit the pause on the recording. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I just, <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it kind of messed up sometimes, but it didn't stop it. It just paused it. <laughs> yeah, there so, are many, many moments uh, what I try just uh, learn from them and give it to the other. Yeah, that, that that's one when, when it's nice that if you speak multiple languages, you know, especially over there, um, you know, you kind of need to over here in the United States. A lot of us we speak one language and you know, I speak English and 
Uh, there's a few words I can understand in a few different languages, but you know what? I use Google Translate when I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, it's 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 one way I've done that. I've communicated to somebody and and their language because they type it in and in whatever language happened to be, and I put it in translate and and goes, oh, okay, that's what it is. And then I'll put my answer in and translate it back. And you know, that's the nice thing now is we can communicate, you know, use it on your phone or or wherever. And you know, that that makes it nice. So I can do that. And you know, because that over here really we don't learn multiple languages like you guys do. For me, it was really in, interesting because I learned actually in German with German language. And after I went for the qualification for Czech Republic because I was shooting for Czech Republic. But I went to the tournament I, and I didn't know Czech the names of this stuff. Like I didn't know only four words like bow, string, quiver, and arrow. <laughs> and they was watching what, what the hell, what is, who is she? She's, you know, it was my country, but I didn't know the word. So it was, uh, <laughs> it's not so often that you, you cannot talk about stuff you love in your, in your language. That was really, in, and it's still today, if, in, if coming people to shoot for my country, it's for me difficult to speak to talk about it in my language because I'm living it in other language. So it's interesting <laughs> as well. <laughs> yeah, that is kind of interesting. You learn it in, in a different language than your, your native one. And and mm -hmm. now you've got to translate it. You know, how do you translate it and you know, get it across? And That was an uh, interesting experience for me. So, yes. But now yeah. I'm shooting for Austria, so it's easier. <laughs> yeah, problem solved, right? It's a really beautiful place where I live because it's close to my country and I'm also a trainer for Czech language in here. So all, uh, all places where I was living till now, I was always just from other country, you know. But here I'm neighborhood. Neighborhood, like people want to learn my my languages, so it's really it's a beautiful place. But you know, Czech Republic made lot of lot of. Hmm, last week it was World Archery Championships, like target, like uh, targets, and one of Czech uh, Czech archers won world championship and she's uh, with with olympic and she she going to the olympic games so last week it was really well for czech republic yeah sounds like it mm -hmm. it's a small country we got only six six uh ranges in all country and here only in outside six in uh, here the same big country the same stuff same big so it's 300 so oh wow it's crazy it's really it's it's really unbelievable how it works here in austria yeah two two countries about the same size one has six ranges and the other has 300 yeah that that's a big difference when 
you know, in the sport of archery, when you have six opposed to 300. Yeah, actually, I moved from Germany. I, I have to travel one, one hour always for shooting. And it was too much for me. So I was, and I, I made the first shoot with flow I made in Austria with one tra trainer in mountains. And I moved to this place. So in the next next village from this place, but I didn't know it's so big, so good, so so strong. But it's really good. <laughs> it's perfect country for archery. Yeah, it sounds like it. That's when you have that many places to go shoot. You know, the the level yeah. of of archers has got to be really good because that many people doing it. You know, there's yeah. somebody you can learn from every day. And uh, like in the in the times, like in the last three years, when everything was closed, it was really big boom in actually so many people started because it was almost the only stuff you can do. Like what was open for for activities because inside it was everything closed. So they came many, many new archers, people, families who make it and I, I'm watching it every day in the work, and if I see the families, you know, we we give to every child who's coming and who is through the through the range, he's got a medal from us. So I just sometimes say, oh, that's her first medal in her life. And yeah, <laughs> so beautiful, <laughs> and people, kids are really. I, if you go to the mountains with kids, sometimes you have to take it on your back and they are tired after two kilometers. But if you're going to the park or with them for the range, because it's amazing how they, they're interesting and they, they, they're going from one target to the next one and they just can read what will be the next one and asking and they want to shoot from all, all distances and it it makes the people really really healthy and happy healthier and happier it's really yeah, when, nice when when you take the kids and they they want to um just keep going and going and going and yeah and when we're <laughs> not doing archery it's like uh i'm tired carry me you know <laughs> But I'm so proud as I'm working in so big company and after I'm talking with people because of the boat from New York or something like this, and they just say, oh, Katerina, have a look on our shops, on our clubs, on our you are you are like this in, in USA it's more bigger everything. Yeah. They say I saw a lot of a lot of pictures or videos from your country. I was shooting there in the, um, oh, what is it? Yankton, in Yankton. The, oh, okay. In, in Yankton. But there was not like traditional bow, like long bow. It was only one long bow in the store. <laughs> and a lot of, <laughs> the rest, it was compound. Yeah. <laughs> You, you get certain areas in, and are real strong in compounds and not much in, in the, the longbows. And um, I know when I had my store, uh, I mostly carried compounds because that's what you know everybody was looking for. But I did sell quite a few of the of the recurves and 
and longbows because I, I catered to a group that that's all what they shot. So, um, you know, it's just each area is kind of a little bit different and depend on what, what you want to cater to. And, you know, I, I catered to archers. You know, if yeah. you had a stick with a string on it, flinging another stick, you're an archer. <laughs> you know, yeah, so, what's that's my death sniff in an archer is is you have a stick with a string and you're flinging another stick. That's archery. You know, it, yeah, it could be true. the recurve, the compounds, count, you know, uh long bows, crossbows, um, you know, homemade bows, uh anything, you know. <laughs> it, yeah, that that's archery. <laughs> that's archery, yes. It was only so funny because I was so proud of the big shop that I'm working. And then came the the message from New York and <laughs> just with the top. I don't know about 50 pictures and videos like this is our store. This is and I, I would like to go to, to New York and see it, see how it it works in, in your country one day, maybe in two years or something like this. Yeah, that would that that'd be great to uh, you know when you do come here. Uh, you know, talk to you again, and, and you know how how you're going along with it, and and what your your thoughts are on it. Yeah, that that'd be really cool to um, <laughs> to to kind of basically follow you around and say, hey, this is this is you know what's different, and and you know the the association is a bit different sometimes, a different way they're scoring them, and all kinds of different things. And yeah, you know, that's what's nice about archery is whatever whatever you want to do is is good and. Yeah, last year I, I visited I visited Island. So this is the halfway to USA. And I visited the traditional archers like longbow archers. That's about that's uh, Vikings in Island, you know. And I visited the Olympic and plan, uh, and the Fairbows archers in the centrum in Reykjavik. So I had I had a talk with both of them and they it's actually it's always the same. Like only in Iceland, they got no ranges because there's so much windy that you cannot shoot outside. It's always, always only one day competition or like just for fun. What I visited, it was a Viking festival and we were shooting in the stick balls, <laughs> <laughs> like really old traditional. And, or they are shooting in the, on the target in the hall. But, it's living there also, so it's really nice, like to travel and meet people and uh, other countries and clubs and everything. Yeah, sometimes here in Nebraska we have some pretty high winds, and yeah, it's it's no fun trying to shoot in those high winds. It just makes it really difficult, and you know that's what's nice about normally in early in the morning it's fairly calm. You know, so if you're going to mm -hmm. go out to tournament, go early. Don't go in the afternoon because sometimes it gets windy and, and hot, you know, in the summertime. It can get really hot and humid and, yeah, not not a lot of fun, but it's still fun. They, they in Austria, where I started, where I had the first shoot in, it was in the mountains and there's about three meters snow in the wind. <laughs> and in Italy, there are some some clubs that are open only in summer because in the winter is a ski so there are a lot of snow and it's really nice to to traveling with archery and just visiting the nice places in mountains i like it 
a lot. <laughs> yeah, when, when you have a lot of snow on the ground, it, it makes it real tough shooting your bow. Unless you're on skis right. or snowshoes. <laughs> if you miss, you miss your arrow. So with a, a wooden arrow, it's not so easy to miss it. We made a hundred challenge that mean hundred targets in one day in winter, like 15 kilometers to walk and hundred targets. That was the challenge in my company. So in the winter, you know, some people went really, really sick after this challenge because uh, sometimes it was not nice day, lot <laughs> of lot of bad weather, <laughs> but it's it's crazy. It's, yeah, it's good. We're shooting by always, already. It doesn't matter. On the championships in Germany uh, five years ago, it was in June and it was in the mountains. As it's mostly in Europe, it's in mountains, the big, uh, big championships. If it's here, because in the mountains you got the, you know, you got a lot of hotels and places where the archers can meet, met, can meet. And it was one day, it was one degree, one degree, almost snow raining all day. Next day, it was sunny, really hot. And next day, it was raining again. So if you with the people four days shooting this tournament, you, you get close and you, <laughs> you help each other because sometimes it's really crazy. We got a crazy weather now here. Yeah, it sounds like sounds like some of the weather we have here in Nebraska. You can you can be in a t-shirt that afternoon and blizzards that night, and you just never know. You got to be prepared for for everything. And you know, I, I've had that where I'm wearing t-shirts in the afternoon, and by that next next night, you got to have your winter coat on because it's you know freezing and. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, not normally, but you know, there are there's several times when I've I've been in the afternoon in t-shirts and by that night we got freezing sleet and snow and you know, anywhere from you know t-shirt weather drop, you know, 40 degree temperature drop. Yeah, it's momently it's really crazy weather here. So it was hard. The last two days it was hard and it looks better. So we hope. It will be better now. Like yeah. summer have to come. Summer have to come again. So what's the uh, what's the worst weather you've had to shoot in? Minus seventeen degrees. Like it was terrible. It was in Germany, wind, winter, winter, and I was shooting some tournaments in winter, but this was on the start when I was new and it was really cold minus 70 degrees so i tried to shoot with this all big clubs from wall but it doesn't work because the arrow is like to the right side so i have to shoot without it and i didn't have this warm heater so it was really terrible <laughs> yeah it sounds like it <laughs> Now, but do you shoot off a shelf I... or off your hand? What? You, arrow, do you shoot off your hand or do you have a shelf on your bows? I have a, I got shelf. Shelf? Mm-hmm. I don't know what I was shooting in this moment. I, maybe it was a, 
it was a horsebow with house. It was in the time I was shooting horsebow or longbow. I'm not sure. It's some time ago. I, I'm not sure. But it was hard. It was, and I. It's funny because you got you got your day off and you wake up at four or five in the morning <laughs> that you go somewhere <laughs> to shoot all day in the rain or it's cold. <laughs> so we always only what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you you get up in the morning, figure it's gonna be a nice day, and you're covered with snow or freezing rain or something, and yeah but after day after this day we all happy because we was outside so once we make a crazy training uh it was raining so much so i have to ask the the owner of this club she she gave me uh, her stuff you know like everything because i was i was done we should buy all weather I, I actually I got now my birthday, so I always going shoot, and always it was in the mountains, and it's always raining. Every year it's raining a lot, so I got good experience with friends. They came and it was raining like so much that you cannot head with a bob without this is everything crazy, you know it. But we going, we going anyway, so. It doesn't matter. And the customers in my company also, it was bad weather two years ago would make my car broken with this big uh, ice belt, you know, I don't know how it's English. If it's storm and it's going to coming the big eye, big white belt from, from the sky. So yeah. two arches, two arches was in the forest in the, there was in the in the range and she was from Spain and he was just take care about her like <laughs> this and he was looking like after paintball you know he was <laughs> it was it was crazy but people was outside to shooting yeah yeah shoot, shooting in the hail you know basically, basically frozen ice cubes dropping on you <laughs> and last year it was on the competition Last year or two years ago, like my friends was on the World Archery European Championship of, of World Champion. It was raining so much that it broke all the all the tents and everything was on under the water. So when I was in America, it was raining also so much that the river river was out, I think, and it was lots of much like we was going from the hill down, like <laughs> <laughs> So we have, if you archer, you have to you have to be ready for everything. Yeah, if you're shooting outside, yeah, kind of all bets on weather. You just hope it's a good one, but hey, good chances it's not. But once uh, one customer won the money back because it was raining outside. <laughs> so if people from the city coming shoot, it sometimes it's really funny because they coming with the white shoes and. You know, like more like top models from the party, always on the Sunday lunchtime <laughs> after the <laughs> Saturday night. In this moment, I got a lot of fun because people don't know they're coming up to the hill 
from the city and they're thinking they will be sitting on the chair and going through the forest or I don't know what you want. <laughs> Sometimes it's really very funny <laughs> with, uh, yeah. with, you, with our guests who, who are not sure what they, what they will do. So, because if it's raining, it's raining. So it's, it's always the forest and it changed nothing. And sometimes people losing losing shoes or something like this. If it's only shoes for city, so it's really important to be good, <laughs> to be ready, <laughs> to go outside. Yeah, it's like I, I see people wearing sandals out doing stuff that they shouldn't be doing in sandals and and tennis shoes when you should have boots on. And it, yeah, it's I prefer to wear boots. <laughs> High wheels on Sunday mostly. Oh, yeah. And, and not walking in the mud and high heels. Yeah, I can see that would be funny to watch. Yes, it's funny. Oh, it's funny. Or in the winter, if in the city, you know, it's uh, not so cold and they come up. So we see it. It will be a problem, but the people don't want to, wanna, they say it's okay. And after we have to go to, pick them up from the forest because they are over. <laughs> yeah, it's like I, I so, live in between a couple of big cities and, and you know, it gets colder here because we don't have all the concrete to hold the heat in. And, and you know, like doing the in the big cities, uh, mm -hmm. you know, we're, we're just a small village and a lot of open fields and it gets yes. cold here quick. Yeah, so here I'm on the hill on days, windy as, as, as well. So it's funny because people have to learn how to be in the nature. And I think it's really important. Sometimes people from the city coming and they're crying just because they have to go outside. So I think it's really important to show them uh, this is, we go to nature and uh, there is a moment with any, any phone and any, you know, any computers, it's only just to be, be outside to be here watching watching the situation and just just be people <laughs> just be a person <laughs> and sometimes it's situ our situations with people from the city really with young people sometimes i'm just watching what but after after they 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 shoot it's really it's good because i see how they change for this moment after it is going back, but they got this experience, and I think it's really important that they do this experience. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> well, they come up and it was, you know, they're not really enthused about being outside, but then when they start shooting the bow and, and see that it's, you know, this is a lot of fun, and then maybe, you know, convert them into somebody that likes being outside. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that that's kind of interesting. Uh, you know how you're, you know, shooting in the rain and everything else is, is you know, you've had to deal with that. And and I've had days where um, I went out hunting and and it was supposed to stop raining and it didn't stop raining and it didn't stop raining and so we decided, well, we're not gonna hunt in the rain anymore, and so we started leaving. <laughs> yeah, I'm always happy if it's raining because it's part of the training. You know, like to train in the bad situation or in the hard situation. So I always say, it's an only training, it's only training. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it, it makes you think a little bit different, you know, because you're shooting and I shoot feathers even with my compound and you got to think about that. How's the rain going to affect your feathers? And, um, you know, those, some will use veins just because I don't want to deal with the problem with that. Mm -hmm. but yeah. I started out in the sixties yeah, using, using feathers and I just haven't changed and I have no desire to change. <laughs> I'm just kind of old yeah, school they, that way. This is never ending story about this. How, what is the best, how to, how to manage it on the tournament. So I'm doing it like this if it's important for me i'm changing my arrow every three targets it's raining really i take a new one because there is big difference if you using wooden arrows so if i want to be exact <laughs> i yeah. i switching i changing the arrows every three targets and but it's about training. You have to train to take the stuff with you. And this is not normal. If you go big tournament, you you have to train to take the tube with the big with all the stuff what you need all day to stay focused and concentrate. So people who are going to big tournaments start to train this to take more stuff with them. Because if you don't do this like me on the first day on the first big tournament day i didn't train it and i was really confused for myself because i cannot manage it i forgot my bow on the <laughs> i was like i i was on the champ, champ, uh, european championship i was first the second day i was so confused from this so i i lost my bow on the target four <laughs> I forgot my bow and uh, all the stuff. So it uh, all part of the training, like that it's, it is a routine for the archers. Just that we do something, nothing special on the tournament. You know, people of uh, situation where we train. So my friends, they, they, they train it to go with uh, all the stuff and pick it all the day with you. I I was always uh, I I'm I get I got lot of stuff with myself so a lot of people <laughs> a lot of people was laughing me about because sometimes I need a quick nap sleep <laughs> and I need to everything <laughs> so sometimes I got a lot of stuff and people laughing me but yeah, I think it's okay I'm feeling good to be ready for all situations what can come. Like my friends, the men, they are not taking so much, but a lot of my girls' friends, they they the same because they wanna. What I what I know from the tournament, it's uh, it's one target is short drink, next target is one one some something like nuts or something like this. Also, and you have to have all the stuff with you. So women doing like this, I don't know what they, what they <laughs> meant, but we doing like this. I, I, I don't know take a snacks, but I do take lots of water with me. Yeah. yeah. yeah when I go hunting, I've got two great big containers of water with me, you know, great big uh, liter bottles. You know, mm -hmm. I, I, I drink a lot of water, so I always have plenty of water with me and 
you know, the outdoor tournaments, they'll have water along the road. And on my 3D rig, I have a nice insulated holder for it. And I'll take the bottle being frozen and then it'll be enough to keep cold water, you know, throughout the whole day, even when it's really hot out, you know. Yes, because sometimes in the org is the organization not so good. So you're missing water or something and you need it for your for you. I'm eating cucumber. It's it's the name of this oh, English. So this uh, green uh, cucumber, I eat it for the before the <laughs> making. Yeah, it's it's good for my body. There is lot of water in in as well, and it. It's, yeah, there it's is. Good. Yeah, there's a lot lot of water in cucumbers. Yes, this is my tip for everyone before <laughs> the tournament. One cucumber. <laughs> <laughs> One, one, one cucumber before you start to give you plenty of water and a little bit of food and make sure you drink plenty while you're going and you know you know around here we can have you know pretty high temperatures and high humidity and just being outside you're you're sweating and you know to be outside for you know three or four hours at a shoot yeah you definitely got to have plenty of water and Unfortunately, uh, you know, last time I went to an outdoor one, they had plenty of water stations along the road, you know, along the path. But still, um, by the time I get to one, I need to fill up because I've already drank it all. Yeah. Yeah, if it's too hot, it's dangerous also for the for the boats. So this is a big point of if it's too hot. So my bow has got some some cover for sun and we take care because if it's traditional bow you know it's uh the mix of the materials it it should be good so this is the po next point of the tournament you have to take care of uh of of the material always of if or if it's raining we cannot let the arrows in the in the grass because it will be it will be wet and stuff like this. You have to always take care. If you shooting traditional materials, you have to take care about the material because it's changing. It's changing. I love. I think my arrows and me, I, because I'm Leo, I love summer, and my arrows love summer also <laughs> because I don't know. But if it's hot, they they flying better. <laughs> so. Yeah, there are a lot of stuff we have to take care about. And yeah, there's a lot to think about when you're when you're having uh, wooden arrows and, and wooden bows, you know, getting out there, you know, if you've got a little bit of finish off, now moisture's getting into it more and you're out there in mm -hmm. the rain and then how do you take care of it? And, you know, we have this kind of same thing, you know, even, even with compounds is, you know, being really hot, you can have, worry, have to worry about your limbs delaminating as well, uh, as well yeah, as the wood. I think my bow is not only wood, it's carbon and glass fiber as well. So, you know, carbon is, but it, it can broke every time. If it's too hot, it's dangerous for both. So I don't know how it's in compound, but it's, a, it's the same, the short limbs. Uh, it's the same thing, I think. You have to always take care. Yeah. And the worst thing you do for bow is leave it in your car in the summertime or even wintertime. But leave it in your car because it gets really hot and now then it gets hot and 
you can have limbs start delaminating. I, I know guys that it's like, you know, that come in and the, the, the limbs have started to split and well, where'd you have it? Oh, it was, it was in the back seat, you know, and just got hot too hot because in a car they can be really hot and bows aren't really designed for that and yeah when it's cold out they get stiffer you know so now it's harder to pull back and you know so all that you have to to deal with you know yeah there is lots of stuff you have to deal with uh if you if you yes always take care or once in uh, in uh, Italy uh, I was going down uh, I don't know how is it but on the street you know there was one stone left and I was like skiing on my bow oh <laughs> that wasn't good I was broken by the bow also it was this one but it's okay it's okay again but it was a lot of work for my friend. He fixed it again. And that was not not good moment for me. So yeah. <laughs> that was strange. <laughs> yeah, when you go slide sliding down on the snow and ice and, and you're on your bow on, going I, down. I was I was lying down on the bow on the street. It was terrible. Like I was I cannot speak more in the day. I was really broken from this. But it was fixed and everything okay. But after two days ago. <laughs> so I don't know if something like this happened to you with your bow, but this is not good if you if you got something like this. Yeah, that that's you always gotta think about what you're gonna do with your bow and um, I know on mine, I have a sling because it, I don't hang on to my bow when I shoot. And, and there's, you know, if I'm up in a tree, you know, hunting and I'm bending down and I'm shooting because I don't hang on to my bow, my, if I need to sling. Otherwise, it'd fall to the ground. And fortunately, I haven't done it yet. Um, but I did, I did have one. I was shooting another bow that one in the store and didn't have a sling on it. Didn't think about it and almost dropped it when it shot. You know, just because I'm not thinking about it, it's like that's the last thing you want is a compound bow hitting a hard floor because what's going to mm -hmm. happen? Normally, it's going to bend the cam. It's going to fall right on the cam or right on the side or someplace. And yeah, you got to you got to be careful with them and you know take care of them and and check them out. You know, that's one of the things that check. always check it. Yes, this is the really important. Also, check the material. And I, I got, I have to say thanks because I always saw if my arrow was broken till now. I always check it sometime. On the start, when I was like five years ago, I didn't check it so quick. So if the wooden arrow is broken or starts to be broken, it's always flying high. Sometimes you got on the, you got two or three miss till you check oh maybe it's something wrong with the arrow and mostly when if you are too high it's after you can see this is uh, broken this is broken the arrow so you have to check your arrow after every single shoot so sometimes i was on the start 
I was I loved a rainbow, so every my arrow was different, and I was loved them. And there was only the men in my rounds. They was just didn't how you do that. This is, there is nothing same. How can you shoot it? <laughs> but the truth is, I got arrows. What I get maybe six or seven years ago for night shooting, uh, like in the dark. And I can shoot with them with all my bows. It doesn't matter if it's recurve, long bow, if it's horse bow or something else. I shoot these arrows and one of them is always good. I got three of them and they are, there is not, I was shooting with, I don't know, I don't care with, with which one bow. There was what they gave me in the hand. So, all of my bows, they got different grief. I don't care. They give me what what I have to shoot and I shoot again also with the arrows. But if it's an important tournament, it has to be everything the same. But yeah. if it's only only fun, I don't care. It's only only fun. And it's fun if you got uh, like more colors and everything. I got fun and this is important for me. So I was really... I was really pissed off. Sorry, <laughs> if I have to make all my arrows the same for the big tournament because it it's not so much fun. <laughs> like I like, it was not good for me for the start. This was a really big problem for me to have all arrows in the same design. For me, it was important to have fun with this uh, arrow work and everything. Yeah, it's it, it's kind of um, kind of strange when you're out there shooting and all of a sudden something's not going right and uh, you're not sure what's going on. I know I had a time when um, I was I was shooting was when I was shooting aluminum arrows. You know, aluminum mm -hmm. arrows are are perfectly straight, new, and the more you shoot them, the the more bent they get. Well, I was shooting and and I'm like. Why am I getting fives on on these targets? After about the second or third one, I took and spun the arrow and it was bent. Now I probably lost, you know, eight to ten points just because my arrow was bent and didn't because I didn't check them. And then I started checking them. You know, you pull them out, you'd spin them, and it's like, okay, that's good. And spin them, that's good. And, and you know, when when you're you're getting eights and tens, and all of a sudden you start getting a five, and you're like, what's going on? You know, you're shooting two arrows at a time and you go back and he's like, eight, five, eight, five. It's like, then you spin one, it's like, it's bent. <laughs> yeah. You know, so, so like, it's like true. you said, check them, you know, check them each time. Now with the carbons, it, generally they're either straight or broke. You know, you don't have bent like you do with, with wood or cracks with wood and uh, bent with aluminum. Um, but, you know, that's, that's something you still need to check them because they could, they could have an internal crack in them too. No, oh, it's true. I am doing my arrows cell myself. I I would like to have different colors. It will be more more nice for me. But it's it's hard work to find the same the same good arrows. This is really hard work, and it's never ending story. And I'm fascinated because all archers, what I know, always. They find, they find what's perfect for them. 
And after a while, because, because it's actually, they start to try something new. And I don't know why, but it's, it's really nice to watch him, watch it and see how it's always the same work, <laughs> the, the same story. So people can talk hours long about arrows <laughs> every day. <laughs> and it will be never, 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 never ending. Because me also, like I was focused on one number of the, of the, what how is it how uh, of the gram on the gram but they, the arrow has to be and two years later i i need new number and but it ha always has to be same so for america all my arrows have to be 420 422 grams all my arrows have to be like this all i don't know <laughs> all <laughs> yeah I actually did something like that when it, when we were shooting aluminum arrows for carbons came out. I I went through a dozen arrows, and I fletched them, and then I put the the knocks in the inserts for the knocks and the knocks in, and I weighed the arrow. They were cut to my length, so I weighed all the arrows. Now they're all the exact same length. They're all fletched exactly the same, same knock point, and I weighed them. And I wrote on the shaft how much it weighed. And then I went through my tips because when I'm store, I'd buy them a hundred bag at a time. So I went through and weighed all my, my tips out that I needed and then weighed the inserts, put them on there. And I'm filing the insert down to get it down to the same weight. I got a whole dozen arrows within a half a grain. You know, the, the min to the max was, was a half a grain. A lot of work. Uh, um, but they were, you couldn't get them any closer to the same weight, you know, because... No. I was less than a half a grain between the min and the max, you know, but did I see any difference? Not at hunting distance, <laughs> you know, at 20 yards or less, I wasn't going to see any difference, but being an engineer, I wanted to do it. Uh, I'd never do it again uh, just because it, you know, it was a lot of work, you know, for not much gain. And, you know, somebody wanted me to do it to the arrows. I'm going to charge you more for the work than it is for the arrows. <laughs> you know, yes. just because of the amount of work it takes to go through and weigh everything out. And, and and now I just, I take my arrow, I got it fletched, I screw in a tip and done. <laughs> you know, I don't worry about it because, you know, in a bag of, of uh, tips, they're going to range anywhere from probably about, well, any, 95 to 105. This is going to be the max range, but most of them are like, 98 to 102 you know at 100 grain tips uh because they're not matched grade or anything this is just a bulk bag of 100 uh you know 100 100 grain tips you know or whatever the grain happened to be uh, so it's it can be done it's not really worth it you know in what i do but i can see you know somebody's trying to shoot long range yeah now if there's five grains different between one and another arrow that can make a big difference in the speed of the arrow, the impact point. This is perfect. I love this game. And now I'm on the point I'm going back to, because I used uh, oil, oil, oil. Yeah, oil, three years, yeah. Three years and uh, almost four years. And now I'm starting to, to use the, I don't know how this works, but I, I'm, 
painting crestings also and everything. And I love it. I love always I'm going uh, to knock my arrow. I'm in love again. So it's momently is really important, but it was three or four years I didn't do that. But now it's important again. And I, I it's a lot of work, but sometimes the day I, I want to do that. So I did do. And after it, I'm months long happy just every day I can I can touch these arrows you know I can take it in my head hand and I can just I love to watch them and shoot them and just pick them and everything so yeah. I think for me it's important the colors and everything it's really important for me so also uh, my bow maker make me one bow to my clothes so it's in red and green and yellow just to my lovely dresses so that have to be good perfect <laughs> well and the nice thing about you know cresting your own arrows is you know you what pattern do you want do you, you know how wide do you want each of the the little stripes and you know you can make it all custom so you're the only one with that pattern because it's your pattern and you know that that's what's mm -hmm. nice about you know cresting your own, putting those little stripes on there. And you see more of that in the wood arrows. You, you don't see as much in the carbon arrows. Um, you know, there you normally see, um, I got on this one here, I have I have a wrap on here. Um, mm -hmm. I, I, yes. For those listening, can't see it, but it's a reflective white wrap I put down below the fletching. And uh, yeah. these are four inch feathers. This is my son's arrow. This is actually a carbon arrow, but it looks like wood. Um, gold tip has what I know. Call it traditions. Uh, mm -hmm. Looks like wood, so it looks like you're shooting a wood arrow out of a compound, which is definitely not recommended. <laughs> uh, in fact, probably dangerous. But uh, the nice thing about these wraps on the hunting arrows is your little flashlights will pick it up and it'll reflect off of it. And you can probably see just a little bit of the camera here how how reflective this is. And you know, looking on the back side, it doesn't look too much, but on the front side where the light's picking it up, you can see how reflective it is and and you know i've seen a lot of people have really cool looking uh, cresting on some of their arrows and i've seen some yeah. of the arrow makers that have made them and they're just uh, just amazing the patterns and and some of the arrows are just really cool so yeah i love them i think for me it's really important so i switch from the Parabol to shield arrows, but I stay by by colors. This is important. Yeah, but I saw a lot of women's got a shield shield arrows. So before I was using parabols, like the like the how is it English? Yeah, they, they these know are, what I mean. This is like parabol. These, yeah, and then there's the shield cut. I I don't have any real handy but they're, they're a little bit different they kind of curve up and yes, come to a little more yeah. of a point and, so now uh, i got them but this is the only stuff i changed on my arrows since i on the start there was my if till i started to shoot uh the big the big tournaments like national championships and uh, something like this i was shooting more traditional and horse bow and stuff like this it was longer and different but from the point i start to shoot longbow i i stayed by the parables three 
by the fireball, and now I got a shield. Yes. So a little bit different style. They're they're probably going to fly just slightly different, but you just got to figure out what works best for your bow and and try them. Yeah. You know, we use a three inch, four inch, five inch. Yeah. I know the the one group yeah. of traditionals they use a lot of five inch feathers. Um, I you use know, four I, inch. I use three because if I shooting, sometimes if it's a field a competition in the EFIs, it's about seventy meter with a longbow. It's far away. So from this from this point, is it important to get uh, small arrows because with with longbow and wooden arrow to go 70 meter is not so fun. <laughs> it's not so yeah. easy. <laughs> well, and, and feathers provide more drag than than veins. So the five inch is going to be more than four and four more than three. So if you want to get that distance, you know, and not go to veins, you know, go to the three inch. And at that longer range, you don't need much to stabilize the field point. Mm. Yes. Really? <laughs> yeah. now, now, if you're shooting a broadhead, that'd be a different story. That's true. Broadheads, you'd need the, there. But for field tips, you know, three inch at those long ranges, mm -hmm. you know, that 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 would be, you know, I guess like you, you found is that's that's really good to go with the, the shorter ones when you try to do those long range. Now, you also shoot three inch at the closer ranges or do you switch out? Say again? Do you use the three inch at the close range or just the, the long range shooting? I used uh, by all of them. I don't change my material for, for, I use for all of them. I was thinking about to switch it about, it's better for my mind to stay by, by one, the same, by the same setup. Sometimes I start to think maybe it will be better for the short distance to go to something different, a little bit, little bit other arrow. But I tried, I tried all of them. I tried hundred grain on the head. I tried 70, 60. This game is over. I think it's really important for the archers that. This is this material is gone, so what, uh, it's done. This, you have to can you have to say in your in your head, it's okay, it's perfect. I can concentrate me on the point, but I want to hit. So I I try to have always the same material because if I start to switch between two different arrows, this game in my mind it takes me from the moment you know from the hit from the from the point I want to hit. So this, that was not good way. I tried, but it's not good. This has to be like the technique. It has to be always the same. The material has to be always the same as well because they have to be minimal uh, possibility to, to, something, to do something other. We have to stay. The first shoot and the last shoot should be the same, and we need all stuff. It will be the same, like always the same, the same, the same, the same, the same. This is the perfection, I think, in the archery. So if I was trying to, to change something, that is not good for my mind. I was not sure in the moment when I start to think, is this the good arrow or this other will be better for me in the moment? 
this is not good way. This is the staking energy and I need the energy for the heat, you know? So yeah, just always. it kind of takes away from, you know, you making the shot, you're thinking, okay, did I pick the right arrow? Uh, do I have it set up right? And um, I know archers that won't let one person touch their bow. Um, you know, I've worked at, at shops where the, the one archer might have a, an hour or two hour wait, you know, for somebody to get to them and, you know, and somebody else has it, but no, I'll wait. You know, I know one guy had guys waiting for, would wait four hours for him to work on their bow because he's the only one that they allowed to touch their bow. And even though there was other techs there that could do just as good a job, you know, they wanted to make sure that the bow was set up that nothing had to worry about. I got one of the guys that used to shoot for me, you know, he could he could work on his bow or I would. He wouldn't let nobody else touch his bow. I was the only other one in him that could touch touch his bow because he knew I knew what I was doing and it was going to be set up. And it's that that like you're talking about. It's like, okay, is it the bow or is it me? Well, I know the bow is set up correctly, so it's got to be me. You know, if you do it yourself and, and and a lot of them do it yourself, then you say, well, did I do this right? Did I do this right? Is it is did I yes, do this wrong? This is the and, and then yeah. you you take all that out of it, so it's perfect. So if it's not doing what I wanted to do, it's got to be me because the bow is perfectly set up. And, and and that's that's what you're you're talking about. Is like don't worry about, just get something yes. that works and stay with it. Like I didn't know for me because I don't like so mathematics and everything. And for me, it was on my way. It was like I'm doing my stuff, my material self, but with these grains and everything, how long it should be, this it was for me. It was challenge as well. So now I know it have to. I know I know nothing. <laughs> <laughs> maybe <laughs> because i can say blah 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 and next year it will be different so i'm always learning i know nothing i can say how it's now how it was but i'm not sure what in my mind happened and how which way i will go but my, i'm learning i'm learning <laughs> i'm learning and i saw how it make me crazy if i start to think about the arrow so if i've got two different arrows they stay, should be stay at home and it should be only this one perfect set here and nothing other choice because the choice is not good. We have to be perfect set up and the choice should be stay should stay at home for me because I don't want to choose. I just want to take the perfect stuff. Yeah, you don't have to worry. Your quiver is full of how many areas you have and there's no difference in them. So you grab any one of them is just as good as the rest and you know have to think about all that stuff you know it's like what he's talking about earlier it's like you know the more you have to think about besides shooting the less you're going to think about shooting and yes and that's, yes that's I the thing to eliminate this this i need to quit it in my mind this is in my yes that's important but i i have to learn that because i tried everything <laughs> <laughs> Once when on, it was Austrian championship, I switched, I take the arrows, the day, new arrows, this day, for my friend, he made for me. Oh. <laughs> that was nothing. 
because no, that wasn't it wasn't working. I didn't try them, and I was always thinking. I didn't know. I was not sure. I was so I was not feeling sure, and it was make me. It it broke me. Yeah, because you hadn't had a chance to try them and say, okay, yeah, these are good arrows. Because yes. oh, you've had this, and I know I've had this before. It's like you, you fletch up a dozen arrows, and you know, especially when you put broadheads on them, you know, shot field tips perfect. Put broadheads on them, and, and two or three of the dozen would not fly with a broadhead on, but yet they flow perfectly with a, a field tip. What's different? Well, I used I used twelve different jigs, but still. Um, you know, you, you don't know, you don't have that confidence until you go, you shoot it, you know, okay, this is a perfect arrow for this setup. Yeah, so I try really a lot of them of in this story and I'm sure it's not, <laughs> it will be <laughs> more, but I, I hope I will be clever and do it anymore, something like this, but sometimes if you are not perfect with your body or if you something is broken on something you start to think about the material and you start to you start to find the mistakes on the material but it's always you or not always but mostly it's you so i was in the moment i was looking for the mistakes on the material and so i was like going down downhill really strong downhill <laughs> and the more you go down the more you look for what's going on what's going on and you start thinking about other things and you know the more you think about something else the more you go down and you know, just kind of yeah that's where like like when you took your nap you did really good you take a nap and you, your mind stops thinking about so you get up it's like oh that's time to shoot next bow <laughs> next arrow <laughs> yes but for happiness, or some, I have to say, it's it's beautiful to watch other other archers on the finals or some you know of the, on the final. This is beautiful as well. So almost it doesn't matter because it's always beautiful day. If you're watching some people who who know they go win, if I watch them, special in my longbow, the women, I just wow. You know, I feel it. I see. I go to. Oh, it's so beautiful, and I can enjoy it. It doesn't matter if, if it's not me because it's always nice shooting, and we can enjoy the nice shooting from the other as well. So, so it's anyway. It's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, it, it definitely is. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who is, but. Of course, if I'm in the bubble, if everything is perfect and I, I got these feelings and, but if not, I can enjoy and I got big feelings with the good archers as well. So it's really nice to be part of them or of the community. Yeah, I know there's, there's times when you're doing something and, you know, no matter what the sport is, whether it's archery or, or something else, where yeah. you just kind of get in in the zone like you say you're in the bubble it's like okay everything is working right and you're not thinking of anything else it's just everything you're doing is just just like you planned it um you know like you've practiced a thousand times everything's working and, and it just it, it it's that feeling you get when you're in that little little bubble or that zone it's like everything's working right 
and and staying in there is is the, the the fun part because then you get the you're experiencing that and it's like oh man this is this is a great day and then um you know hopefully you don't follow it up with a day where nothing's working right you know on those days i just quit shooting you know like whatever whatever if it's not archery it's other sport it's like if it gets to where nothing is working right you know just just quit doing it because you're only going to get bad habits I know I did that going down the the range one time. I wanted to go shoot. It was late. All the kids were in bed. I went down and I shot my five arrows and like nothing was working. And I started to talk to people and went home. You know, I shot either five or 10 arrows that day is all I shot. And I went home because for some reason I just wasn't in it. And, you know, I didn't want to continue with a bad habit. And because that's when you get your bad habits. Yeah. So what? What is the best advice another archer or coach has given you? Mm-hmm. Going to make you think on this one. <laughs> so, um, yeah, there's there's a lot. They're giving me, they're giving me a lot. This is like, you know, you're living from them or you got with the people. But the best, I think it's the, after you shoot, just let your hand stay. Don't go down. I think this is, this is the best. What, what someone told me will change my life, I think. Like the bow hand should be, should stay after you shoot, like two seconds stay. Like if I started to practicing this, it changed my life. I start to hit a lot. But after I learned my, I learned my technique and there um, after it this is more mental, mental train, train with the archers saying, or giving me, I, yeah, it's everything. It's everything. Like every <laughs> every day, you know, we go together and you go to people that you can be with them, just watch them, how they shoot or actually one of most beautiful days was not my shooting, but it was this championship that was that won uh, one friend of us and I always got uh, like idols, or not idols, but people who inspired me. If, if I watch them shoot, it's like, <laughs> and all of the people I'm shooting with give me this moment. So like for my technique, it was sure this, like hold your hand after you shoot. But I don't know. I'm in love, you know, I'm, <laughs> it's like, if you're asking, if you, I, I will love when you ask me what is the best. Everything, every second is the best. <laughs> but if my friend, she was in the European Championships, I was working. So we was watching it in the in the TV or in the computer, and all people in the firma was like not breathing. All all children who was who came to sh- to shoot, he was always like. And then that was amazing. <laughs> I I cannot work this day. I was like, it was 
it was so beautiful to see my friend how he she was in the bubble as well you know i saw it and i was with her and all the people i told them this is a girl from austria she's she she went to be european champion and she was shooting so great so all the people was crying in the company like our customers all child was screaming and that that's the yes just to see how the people are how they can manage the everything and all this other how she's going to the win like you know she's in her bubble i know what she's feeling and I, you can see it and she's going to win you know that and nobody can change it nobody got the power right. to change it because i got now this oh you know on my skin and i feel it with the people this good this is amazing so just watch them how how they how they are the people this is amazing if you see somebody something like this if you see somebody who's you cannot change it nobody can change it because she she is sure she will do it and she every single piece of her body mind everything going to win and this is amazing to watch it i love it <laughs> and yeah i love it <laughs> i love to watch it yeah it's it you can kind of see some, when somebody is like you said in in the bubble just the way everything kind of plays out you know they're just in there everything is just smooth and, and and just like it should be and going off and you can see somebody that's struggling and it's like you can tell that they're they're struggling with it and you can almost say okay this is not going to be a good shot and sure enough it's not and you know that's kind of nice when you can see you know you can see just in the in the form when you've watched enough of them especially somebody you know and you can see that they're doing everything just just perfect every time and yeah, that you know that was a, a cool story. You know, where you told everybody was watching, watching them shoot, and and they just they're just so excited for them, you know, mm -hmm. shooting. This you know, just so this perfect shooting. Mm -hmm. Yes, I, yeah. I love, I like, I like it a lot to to see it, and I love, I love to do it. But uh, for me, I have to be ready. You know, if I'm not ready, I don't care. I know my time is coming today, tomorrow. I don't care. One day when I'm training enough, it's coming always again back to me. So I don't have to be scared because I know, I know the feelings and I will get it back. And it's beautiful to see that somebody other got it now. So it's really like big present for me to got this. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that that point that you brought it about the arm, you know, I see a lot of people that are starting off. First thing to shoot, they want to drop the bow and look over the top of it. And, yes, and the way I'm... I teach, the way I teach is, I when that when that bow goes off, that hand should point to your target. If it doesn't point to the target that you're shooting at, you're not doing it right. And, and you know, that's kind of what you said. You know, it needs to stay there and point to your target. And that that's a good point. You know, I see a lot of beginners, you know, first thing they do is they drop that arm. You know, the shot's gone. Well, it's not really gone yet. And, you know, that that is something that is real important to, to remember that, that you brought up. And 
Yeah, I got, I'm watching if I'm in gym and I'm not training actually, I'm training uh, power. So I'm watching uh, always the Olympic records, how they're shooting the technique. And your team from America, there is a guy, I, I don't, I'm not good in the name. <laughs> I always have the fun because he's shooting, but he's going out from the, po uh, from the, from where, where he's shooting from, but the head, you know, is. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's going back, uh, coming out, but it's I, yes. So yeah, I love to watch. I don't care. I love to watch the technique and just how we all we try just do it the same, same always and again. And I love it, and it makes me exciting always. <laughs> so I don't <laughs> care if shooting me or somebody else. It's always amazing to watch it and. Sometimes when I'm training a good enough, it's coming to me also. And if not, it's always a wonderful day. So it's really, it's cool. Actually, it's really, <laughs> it's really cool. Yeah, it is. And you know, the, the fun part of uh, coaching is, is seeing, seeing your students, you know, just go through and progress, get better and better and better. And then at some point they're out shooting you and it's like, you know, really, really good job. It's like, okay, my goal was to make you shoot better than I can shoot. Yeah, it happened. You know, uh, happened and, and it changed my life. Like just the trainer give me the first shoot with the flow, like in the Austria, uh, in, in mountains. So I moved to this place and I was only shooting, 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 shooting. And I just tried to do the same. And actually I got some students who came to me and they said, listen i cannot shoot anymore and after a while we got it because the other it's 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 amazing for me or just to see how how the other perspective of for me can open new way for the for the archer because sometimes you cannot change plot because the person has to go through this or the archer has to go through this way because he like have to learn it, but you can give him the important input for his way. And, and this is sometimes I got really feel moments who everything I know everything. How can I help him fix everything for this moment? This is beautiful, but it's not always like this. And sometimes it's only one piece of the way I can help, but it's beautiful also. Sometimes I'm scared because I'm learning. You know, I'm on the start and people not coming back about one or two months and after them they come and say oh yeah i was quiet i didn't told you because i changed myself you you right so it's really nice and not every technique works for everybody exactly the same yeah, uh, you know so is, i know that. our bodies are not the same so our techniques may have to be modified and and that's that's what I do when I'm teaching. So I'm going to teach what works for me, and I'm going to teach you how to do what I'm doing and why I'm doing it, and then we're going to modify it to fit you. You know, because each person is a bit different, and you know that's that's the part of, of coaching that you know it takes a while to learn. You've got to coach lots and lots of people, and well, I I do. You know, I I was I taught martial arts for quite a while, and then archery, and I kind of combined them together and. And so I kind of developed my own way of, of doing the techniques, but, you know, that way it's, you know, most efficient and 
you know, try and eliminate all the extra motions that's not needed and, you know, go through that. But, you know, the way I teach, you know, you stand, you know, it's a completely closed stance. Uh, you know, like when I was helping the, the ladies down there, they teach an open stance because if you do the way I do it and you have too long of a draw link, you hold it out too far or you don't have your grip right, you will hit your arm 100% of the time. So we don't teach that there because the chance of hitting the arm is really, really high the way I teach it. So we teach a little bit different so they don't hit their arm, you know, because these are new new archers. And if they yes. hit their arm, you know, hit smack it once, good, and you're done. And that's not the point of it. So we teach more of an open stance down there for that. But. Yeah, there is many or more more perspective what I'm doing, but it's always, yes, it's interesting for the new new archers or with archers who, who but you know, I'm only five years here in Austria and here are families whose everyone is, all the family is shooting and it was the grandmother's shooting and I'm only on the start. So what can I say? <laughs> <laughs> I'm learning, I'm learning, I'm learning, and I knew I know nothing. Okay, maybe a little bit, but every day you only learn that you know <laughs> you have to learn more. So so it's good. I think it's really good. This is this is always fun when you got always something what you can follow, you know, for your for yourself, for me. So it's for me it's important interesting interesting this for me like person like Katerina so it's like a big present because this like I know I'm learning every day this is so like I know it will be interesting again and it's, it's interesting I don't know this uh, talking about this these arrows I cannot I cannot believe that I'm doing every day about 50 arrows or something like this something about 100 something less but about 30 40 50 arrows every day and i love every one of these arrows <laughs> so <laughs> it's really strong because if you're doing every day in the work in the free time and after it in the like this year because i'm not shooting i was i was in the first vacation without archery after seven years you know so we're living with before archery every moment but it's always fun. And so every arrow is for me, new arrow, what I'm doing. Uh, it's really nice. And it's fascinating or not, because if you're doing <laughs> something every day the same and it's make you always exciting, it's, it's exciting. Yeah. Well, and it just gotta have, you know, every day, um, just make a different game each day and, and you know, whether you're shooting different targets, you're shooting in different orders, you're, you're doing something, just something to make it exciting and and challenging each day. And, you know, just sometimes just being out there and forgetting about everything else is is yes. the good point on it because you're, you're focusing yeah. on what you're doing. You're not thinking about all the other problems. And that's true. It's really nice. Nice to be uh, archery, to be part of archery. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's so I, it's definitely good and, and it's it's a lot of fun. 
and, and doing the podcast is is real lot of fun because I get to talk to archers like you all over the world. And uh, you know, without this, you know, would we have connected? Probably not. Uh, may have, but you know, now I've been able to spend uh, um, a little bit of time with you and talking with you and learning about what what you're doing and learning about the sport of uh, uh, archery and in, in in your part of the world. And it, it's just so much fun um, doing this that it kind of when I, I look for each each day I get to record a a podcast is is always a, a good day. I look forward to it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's nice. It's nice for me also. So I spoke today with a guy from from Swiss, from Germany. Now I'm speaking with a guy from America. And <laughs> that's because of archery. Yeah. And yeah. So like I told you, from the first shoot, like the trainer told me what I should do. And I saw, like I hit before I, I shoot. It changed my life and I just didn't know I I have to do this or I have to do it more and it changed my life. So that was my challenge to follow this because it was not so easy always. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, everyone in my old company, in my old country, they was asking, what are you doing? And I said, I'm going to the forest shooting ball. <laughs> <What? laughs> Why? And yeah. So it's a big present if you follow what you love, I think. For me, it was like this, or it is like this. Yeah, it's- and I it, think it's, because we, we are in the nature and we always, you know, you go hunting, but we are not going hunt. And if you, it open your instincts, like the, the uh, grand instincts in, 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 in our bodies, so, I think this is this is so amazing because with this uh, we 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 feel more ourselves. So I think this is really important, and it's it's really important for for us. And because I don't know how it it's I think it's open really the old instincts and the old old like old human, you know, the old, good, healthy human. It's coming back on my, on me always when I'm doing archery. Because of this instinct, I think it's, 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 it's like this. Yeah, just something that, there's something about archery that connects us with nature and everything else and the world completely different. Yeah, because if I'm on the kayak, on the water, I, I feel quiet and everything is beautiful, but it's not so strong, you know, it's not this, because I, I'm not doing like wild water, only quiet on the lakes. And this is other, it's beautiful, it's deep, but on the archery, it's different. This is a short connection to something what's more more stronger than me and but I'm part of this and I can I'm part of this like in the when I'm on the kayak or on the water or in the flow different way I'm not so much part of this of this I feel it but it's not so strong and I think 
but because of the instinct and everything it's it's more deeper and i'm more part of this big big quiet or i don't know how to say it yeah it, it, it's it's amazing you know what archery has done for people and and is doing for people and you know even even kids you know getting kids involved in it is really uh a really good because it gives them something else to do besides play video games with their thumbs <laughs> yeah true i'm the best exam because i was the same like stupid city girl or something like this almost you know like people who got a who's a person who's got oh i have to go to the forest alone it was not so easy on the start to be alone like i i learned that all because of archery i learned a lot of to to be with myself alone and everything but on the start i it wasn't so easy to be alone on the range or on the forest and different forests and in the mountains sometimes it's dangerous to be not dangerous but it's not so easy to be like a woman alone in the forest in mountains you know what i mean yeah. you have to do it you only have to do it but it's not so easy to start with it so i am good example for this because i was a almost city person <laughs> like <laughs> really, yeah in it's nice it's really nice so i think the yeah. people from the city who coming to us to shoot they they i can explain it to them how it changed my life so they can take a little bit of them because not everyone is shooting 10 hours per day <laughs> yeah <laughs> no it's really yeah. beautiful yeah it's, uh, well we've been on here a couple hours now so uh, i'm sure you you probably need to go do stuff and uh in parting here what what would you like to uh, say to uh, a new archer that that's thinking about getting into archery say again i didn't understand you what what would what would you tell somebody that's thinking about getting into archery about what to do to get started what to get started yeah just Mm. it's easy you just have to you just have to try it and go go just try take a training take to go to to one uh, club or company but it's different it's different in, in this country or it's different in czech republic i have to say so if i'm people if i'm taking uh talking with people in my country in Czech Republic it's different the start like the start here in Austria so here is easy you come to one club and someone will help you but I was I was with a lot of trainers on my start so I visited a lot of trainings and met a lot of trainer to to just to find the right way and I will do this I will say the same just go to the club try it if you like it take a take a lesson with a trainer just to be sure that you're making nothing wrong and after just have a look if you're happy and if you're happy take a good bow and do it because you can here it's easy to do it 
in Czech Republic, you have to find a group of people who's got something in your garden, or they always have to be more organized. You know, if it's this is this is different. In Iceland, is different also. He told me they got there is no family who's got a grandmother who's who's shooting and grandfather. There is only ten years uh, history of archery, so it's every country is different. So we, what I learned because I moved a lot in my life, like Charles Bukowski, my life. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you have to take care about it where you're living. So you have to watch around what is possible and then do the best of them. So every country is different. Like I say, in in Austria, is it really easy like in germany it's easy also but there are distances there are bigger distance or bigger distances between the clubs so easier way is start to ask in some community on on the in internet in in social media and to find your group people and then you have to have a look what is possible to do in your in your country in your town because in Czech Republic is you have to find some place or somebody who's shooting already or you, you go together with somebody or you buy all the stuff what's not what's expensive but here in Austria you only go to one club <laughs> and say I want to shoot there is in every second city almost <laughs> yeah yeah, it's, you know, like I said, it depends on which country you're in. Is what you have to do to start. But you know, if you're interested in starting it, just do it. You know, even if you know, like the the one guy I interviewed from South Africa, he wanted a bow, so he had made his first bow. Then one of his relatives gave him one arrow, and then now he turned it into a business where he supplies bows for you know all over the the world and supplies mm -hmm. all the wood arrows for South Africa. You know, he started off with he wanted to shoot a bow. So he made yeah. his elf his own bow and started off with one arrow. And now, he, you know, now look what he, he took it into. And, and and there's just, you know, if you're interested in shooting, find a bow, find somebody, you know, look on there. Uh, one of the things that you can do, you know, for those that are in the Arch Talk 101 Facebook group, you know, just uh, ask in there, um, you know, any of the country, you know, if they're in that country, because there's a lot of people in that group from all over the world. So, uh, you know, look for a group like that that can answer your questions and is willing to help. And there's there's always archers out there that's going to help help you with getting started. Because you know that's what I always like to do is we like to get you started. <laughs> and it's going to be bigger the community. Now it's a little bit uh, like staying but other countries like Croatia or Serbia like you told me it will be going be bigger because a lot of them visiting Austria and Germany and they fell off in love with archery and it will be bigger and bigger in Czech Republic is the same so it, it's growing up and it's really nice it's really nice nice hobby a nice time with family and everything i will just say just try and do it like with everything you know you have to do it <laughs> it doesn't yeah. matter how but you have to start the first step it's always yeah it's not always perfect but if you make next step and next step in one year if you do every day two steps 
you are far away from the point where you started. So it's always important to make steps. It doesn't matter how you don't you don't have to run. It's it, it's my I I started slowly as well. So so we uh, we run both for sixty euros with three arrows. And it, it was it took a lot of time, about two years, that I fell in love with archery. So, but I was knowing it's here, and one day maybe it's made like this, and in the other person, it's, this is perfect. Just to show them, it's here. You can maybe maybe it's something for you. Won't know until you try it, right? Yeah. It's been it's been really great talking with you. I, I had a lot of fun and learned a lot about, you know, the archery that, that you're into and, and your area and, and what you've done is like some exciting stories. And it's been a lot of fun talking with you. And, and it, it, it's, it's just been so much fun. I, I enjoy this. Thank you for inviting me for this, <laughs> for this talk. Nice. It's, I think it's great what you're doing. I watch your, your YouTube and I was surprised how many videos you got there. So it's really <laughs> interesting. And well, this, it's important. This is podcast number 121. Wow. So I've done a few of them for a couple of years here now. And, and it's, just, it's just so much fun. I look, I look forward to, to doing these and recording these and getting these out and you know, the, all the stories I get to hear is just amazing and and it, it's just so much fun. Yes, it's really important how just every step who who is in the good uh, this direction, you know, and it's helping other to find new information or different or other information or the next information. It's really important and it's uh, it's important to do it. I think. Yeah, it. every archer has a different story. And, you know, whether you're just starting out, you, you've been shooting for a few few weeks or months or been shooting for decades. And, you know, whether you're just want to fling arrows in your backyard to be in a, a semi-pro or a pro or Olympic athlete, uh, uh, you know, we all have different stories. And, and where do you want to take it? It's up to you. Yeah, it's life. I choose life <laughs> or love. <laughs> life or life, love. It's the same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> one and the same. Well, my name is Roy Canterbury. I've been host today on Arch Talk 101 with Katerina. We've had a great conversation and it's it's interesting uh, talking to her. And I'm sure we'll be talking again later. Thanks for watching and uh, or listening. And we'll catch you on the next one. <laughs>